Yo, the podcast, you listen to one of the legend of winning, a.k.a. Low. We're here with another episode of Peer to Peer Podcast. On my left, I have my co-host, Agent Zero. Say what up. Welcome to the Peer to Peer Podcast. Behind the desk, we have producer John who fucked up two podcasts in a row. He's not going to say nothing at all for the whole podcast. You know, this is how podcasts end, guys. We have to work through our issues. I can't work through it if, if my whole audio doesn't get recorded for a whole episode. I can't work That's a good point. Anymore. That's a good point. So two podcasts ago, John yeah. didn't record Lowe's audio, and last podcast he one with iPod reported recorded iPods audio. And you know what's funny is throughout these podcasts, you hear me sometimes like remind guests like Mike. I'll like shake the mic to remind them, or I'll tell them like uh, Mike, one mic, one mic, just to remind them because not everyone's used to holding these stage mics. Um, but the only reason I do that is because I don't trust that John's properly changing the decibels mm. back there. But then I thought last podcast was the first one with headsets. I didn't have to do that. Whole time I had to do that, bro. So you, you know, know what's what crazy? What's crazy? I text him in the middle of the podcast, like, yo, is his, his audio okay? <laughs> so even from the <laughs> I, I even, from, <laughs> even from over here, I predicted the error. That's I, crazy. I, I, I literally text John like, yo, is his audio okay? So John is engaging in a Gandhi-like silent protest. To what avail? We're not entirely sure, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know what he's looking for, but what we do know is... Hold on, what John say? Read what I said. Okay. We are heading there now. How does iPod's audio look? John responds, I can hear him, but if he talks louder, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Lowe says, is it on par with agents? This happened during the podcast? During the podcast. You know, when niggas be asking me, like, why am I texting? Sometimes it's just to talk to John. So John responds, or hold it closer to his mouth if he likes whispering. Agent's talking louder than him, and agent's mic is by his mouth. You know, John, literally the point of the producer role is to be able to do the decibels so that if I'm talking at a regular volume, Lowe's mic is down here, and Pod is whispering like this. You manage it. Mm. He called timeout. Okay, what you John. call a timeout for? What you call a timeout? <laughs> hey, you say something. You could just use English. English. Oh, you English. said you couldn't go up any higher on on pause. Oh, then he was. That you could low? turn ours down though. Did oh, that? you ain't never thought about that. <laughs> he said, "Oh, whispering." You already broke it. You you whispered yeah, right now. You actually broke it already. John, we can't. You have broke, yeah, you did. <laughs> you broke broke it. <laughs> Niggas, nigga whispered in with a mic in front of him. Said, "So all y'all whispering, <laughs> nigga. We all heard you, nigga. We heard you, nigga. It's done. You, you, you couldn't even last through the fucking intro, nigga. He's <laughs> <laughs> a jerk on you. Hey, hey, and behind the desk, we got producer John who's trying to go through a silent protest. Any any other words you gotta? We can hear from you, John." Wow. Dang, I know you didn't just jizz on Nodi Gang Gang Gang. That's crazy. Yo, shout out to my podcast people on all audio platforms Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Continue to raise a five star. We're not only in gaming, leisure, but now we are finally in comedy as well. <laughs> so, up those five stars as high as possible. John gave us a, an amazing jack off joke. The, yeah, John also said on Twitter, he communicated, he said, Low, I hate your fit. It's awful. Don't, don't say it. Don't 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 give him the satisfaction. Or is he is he, is he uh, was he talking to me? I can't tell. Nigga, based on don't how don't go, don't give him the satisfaction of of allowing that to be said. Yeah, and you don't, know what? You're right. Yeah, don't give him the satisfaction. John can use his words when he wants to communicate. Yeah, man, you just hating on my. So fit, let's nigga. let's talk about how we can't trust these females, man. Let's I'm talk about drip. how we can't trust females at all. <laughs> you got to use topics that John will really get into. Oh. Um, wait, wait. And also shout out to the um on my um uh, YouTube people out there. Click all links in the description. 
Nigga took a picture. You got to upload it on Twitter. Uh, shout out to my YouTube people out there. Make sure you click all the links in the description to the TikTok, the um, in the uh, clip channel as well. And uh, and before you leave, make sure you click the notification bell to join. Know the gang, 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 gang. And I uh, keep riding with the strong. You know, the first the first topic I want to talk about. Let's talk about it, man. Is that um, the rise and fall of uh, that football, that football team, man? Which football team? The football team that um that really wasn't a football team. The, the Redskins? No, 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 no. The Washington football team? I think it's like Bishop Bishop Sycamore. I don't know what that is. You're going to have to explain, my brother. You know what's going on? No, nah, man. Somehow a football team was able to, like, make their way, finagle their way on ESPN, a high school team. Okay. And then they got blasted. Straight blasted. Okay. And they're supposed to be making it at the top of the, what you call it? like They were, like, one of the best teams, obviously, because they made on on um. But why is ESPN? Were they actual football players? No, no. <laughs> the team didn't exist. <laughs> the school apparently does not exist. That's hilarious. John's but, laughing in the back. He thinks it's hilarious. Oh my god! Only he could say something about it and chime in, but unfortunately, I'm he almost can't. A, and I'm not. I'm not 100 sure on that, but it's just crazy that they got like that deep into it. How how far did the game go? Oh, they finished the game. Oh no! Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing was televised. Yeah. What's up with ESPN, bro? I don't know. ESPN is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Damn. Go ahead. Go ahead. And keep talking. I'm gonna figure out what it, what it is. Well, okay. Uh. Well, I well, I want to talk about because it's been a little fascinating to me. Is uh after like a surge of you know streamers getting big deals left and right, there it was a big slowdown, and I don't know if like. Streaming companies just realized that it wasn't sustainable, but then there's now been like some momentum because Doctor Lupo a couple days ago is now exclusively. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before we get to, let's just finish this. Okay, this is fall 2018. Roy Johnson, who eventually became head coach of the of Bishop Sycamore, starts an online charter school called Christians of Faith Academy. The school has an identical goal of Bishop Sycamore. Would go. We're going to have. Health at risk youth. After scrutiny, uh, da, 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 da. I'm passing. Oh, what on. are you saying right now? What are you saying? He just started an online charter school. Okay, and it wasn't like an actual like school school. How did he get a whole football team to agree? To I don't play? know. That's actually very. You must be a persuasive guy. Very crazy. So last year, what if it's a YouTuber and he's recording the whole th- like? That'd be a banger video. Five million views. Oh wait. Oh, so then they, and then they also found out there was a couple of people on the high school team that was over the age of 18. So here's that, too. So then <laughs> um, Bishop Sycamore plays their first recorded football game at Max Prep, and they lose 35-0. to That's not bad. I mean, considering none of them play football, I'm assuming. Yeah, you can't have a football team if it's an online charter school. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't, how are you practicing? They're playing Madden. <laughs> Bishop Moore sick up. Uh, they also play IGM Academy for the first time in their season finale, which was <laughs> last year. Um, and they lose fifty six to six. Damn! Finishing the two, the twenty twenty season zero for six. Their closest game being a thirty seven to fourteen loss. <laughs> if you let that scheme team score two touchdowns on you, you have to disband as like a school. This is literally just an online. They kept they kept losing earlier this year. They lost thirty-eight to zero to some other, um, what you call it, 
Then they lost 19-7 to another team. So this school's gone on for a while. And then, just two years, technically. Bishop Academy plays IGM Academy on ESPN. The school is clearly outmatched and unable to keep up. During the game, the announcer's team, the announce, during the game, the announcers, they, what? During the game, the announce team? During the game, the announcers expressed it's discussed at the situation and seating wing. The network had been promised the school had numerous football players at D1 level, but clearly based on the game, they did not. Furthermore, they are questioning about the safety of the players on the field against bigger, stronger, and more skilled players at IMG. There's this no way tough. the team that's losing has bigger, more skilled players. No, 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 no. IMG had, like, I don't, you, you literally... When you go watch it, it's like, you know, the nigga we watched Devon, De- Devontae on an um, Love at the Lockup. Yeah. It's imagine like stick niggas like him going against like big burly niggas. And he just like clearly like, oh, this is this is not going to work out for you. <laughs> like this is this is this is not this is not going to go on at all. Sycamore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. So how you go on two years and people don't catch on? Nobody ever thinks, like, what's their home games look like? Where do they play? Through Zoom calls. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, stop it. It's not a health and safety thing. Stop. Stop. People just gassing it. It's just a, it's really just a it's really just a dumbass dumbass safety because they like them is just dumb. Hopefully he's fine legally, whoever started that, because that's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, they, they need they need to. Yeah. Oh wait. I'll sh- I'm gonna show you this and also I'm gonna send it to Caleb. The listed address of Bishop of Bishop Bishop Sycamore, the school Duncanville, is played on nine ten. It appears to be a duplex. This is the address, it's just a regular duplex. The other address listed their max prep accounts listed as Franklin University Library Building as an address that is again just another duplex. That's the duplex. That's the address. <laughs> you got finesse. Nigga, why why yeah, why didn't nobody check that? Yeah. Why didn't nobody check, check that? You'd be surprised how people like trust you if you just look like the role. You know what I'm saying? Like if I put on like a mechanic outfit, I could walk in garages with a decent a surprising amount of access just off the strength of what I'm wearing. Was it someone snuck snuck into uh what concert was that? What was it? What was it? What was the one that happened in Miami, bro? I don't know what concert. I don't know what's going on. Bro, John, what's the concert in Miami everybody was excited to go see? Lip this shit for me. Bowl, rolling loud. Oh, rolling really? loud. Oh. And people just pulled up like they were security or like they were someone that belonged backstage and they just let them through. All you had to do is fake get one of those passes and look like you played the role, and people just let you walk right through wherever you want to. That's crazy. That's crazy. Also, um, the, the athletic director for the fake school um, said that he's never gained anything financial from the situation. However, it should be noted, as of August 30th, there was an active GoFundMe trying to raise $20,000 for Bishop Sycamore, which has been shut down, but it only received $140. The um, online site is down for maintenance, quote-unquote, and schools began backing out of the schedule games. So they actually convinced a lot of teams to, like, play us. Some dumb teams. Yeah, because like, we're just in the city. Niggas is dumb. Y'all, y'all, y'all are dumb. Yeah, just, just just, check, bro. Just check. Also, um, that's a really good way to, you know, 
play some football. Don't, don't care. If you want to just get on the field, think you can do something. You're 22 years old, trying to find your way back on the college team. It's like an open bracket team in esports. Like the teams that don't place, but that come from like top competitors online. And Which AMP just did that? Where you just made a school? AMP Academy. Yeah, just use his address. <laughs> Duke the star quarterback. Yeah, so I could be the fucking uh, fullback. Dave's the tight, tight end. end. Uh, Dave is not tight end. Yeah, he don't have a tight end. Okay. Bad joke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. John, what you think about that joke? You didn't hear it. He was focused on the decibels. I like that. Really, John might just be too young to understand that joke either. Yeah. How do you know? How do you and John? Huh? There's no way he's he's gonna what lift. Is he, what is he saying? Wait, what know. did you say, John? John, hold it again. I could just hear his mouth move. I know. Why is that? <laughs> you got a lot why of saliva like in there, John. Saliva and cum in your mouth. Whoa! What the fuck, Marcel? Slow your roll. Similar to the similar similar to the cum that's on those women mouths, you can't trust, right? I can't see him. There's a big giant light in my way. That's how I felt. Hey, let's talk about these streaming deals, man. Dr. Lupo got picked up. Tim the Tatman got picked up, both by YouTube. Now, okay, bro. So Streamlabs uploads every quarter just a whole load of, like, streaming statistics, like average concurrent viewers, amount of broadcasters, total hours streamed, all type of important statistics. YouTube's numbers have, like, spiked down, like, surprisingly, like a sharp down, a very sharp down. Uh, while Twitch's has been like slightly up, which is I think a surprising result. Facebook's is doing really well as well. So YouTube is still massive, but it's not seeing the growth it once was. So YouTube might be thinking, all right, let's start poaching some more OGs. They got Dr. Disrespect and Courage already that's been streaming on Twitch for a while. They pick up Dr. Lupo and Tim the Tatman. Those are guys that kind of like define Twitch culture. So I've been seeing them, and, and I watched a video from Devin Nash where he was explaining that Lyric, I believe, and Summit 1G, more OG streamers, both uh, are represented by the same agency that picked up Dr. Lupo. So there's a good chance that they were pitched as well. So we don't know what's happening with them. Kenny was talking about that as well. Kenny had yeah, he did. On Twitter, like, yo, like, YouTube gaming is like throwing a bag. Like, kind of be on the lookout for, like, people who might be interested in, like, getting into streaming. No, those people don't stand a chance. YouTube is only going to partner massive 0.001% Twitch or potentially Facebook streamers. They want to take... Because if if you're pulling 20,000 views on Twitch, live viewers, you might represent, like, 1% to 2% of their entire audience that's live. So... Imagine bringing that audience. You're not technically going to bring all the audience. I don't know what the yeah. crossover is looking like, but just bringing that attention to another platform. Oh, well, let me be clear. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be like they throwing out what Facebook did where they were just like kind of a broad horizon of like various yeah, creators. Yeah, I know I'm, not, I'm not saying like, like that. Specific to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking yeah, about like very like people. You good? John, was that you? Uh, I, I don't know. You, you didn't, I didn't know if you used that. If that was you or not. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying though. Yeah, it has to be advantageous for YouTube for it to work. But I do I, I find it interesting because I didn't know their numbers dipped up like that. Yeah, like sharply. So what so you know what the fucked up part is? Is like I've realized that I'm like first to do a lot of things in like my sphere of YouTube, like um in my section of YouTube where I'm in. Cause like when I did the Facebook deal, people was like shitting on me for going to Facebook. And now people get celebrated for going to Facebook because it's more normal. 
I uh, joined TikTok, wanted to do some sponsorship with me uh, when they first wanted to promo doing like gaming videos on TikTok. So I uploaded a bunch with them and they paid me and people were like, wow, sell out, sell out, sell out. The whole time I was like, TikTok is going to be like Vine. They rebrand from Musical.ly. I was like, I think this is going to be the next big platform that everybody adopts. And even if you don't want to be on it, you're going to have to try to be on it. And I didn't feel that way about IG or about a lot of different platforms, but I'm starting to realize like there's things that I do like too early because I just get like, and the overall response is positive, but I see like a, a, a substantial amount of just people like, wow, so Asian, you just decided to do that. I, I thought that was fascinating because now it's like when Toast gets a disguised Toast gets a deal on Facebook, it's like everyone's like, oh, so happy for you. Tim the Tatman gets a deal with YouTube. So happy for you. Um, cause you but I think, I think, I mean, I, I wouldn't be that concerned about the viewers because the viewers will never understand like the risk that may be taken and the level of like vision that one would have to have to thoroughly understand beyond the, the BS that may become, that may come with like a startup almost like, cause I'm, like you said before, like Facebook, when you first started, was nowhere near it as just good started as gaming. No, I'm just talking about like yeah. the, like the live streaming and all the all the benefits and all the features that came along with it. When you first start doing that, it was nowhere near where it's at right now. Not even and, remotely. Yeah. yeah. So like the like you, but you have to have a, uh, you have to have innovation and understand what the direction is for you to understand like the potential that's there. And I think creators understand that more because they understand the risk that come along with along with it, and they also understand the benefit that it helps a lot of other people. If as long as you have some proof of it, it actually working, which is why I always, you know, salute to the OGs. Yeah. So I was so because the reason is because I said I was going to stream in the summer, but and I know I want to do some IRL content, but I need like a game to play, too, because I'm a gamer. Um, So I was like, damn, there's no game that's popping right now that I want to play. 2K about to come out. about to come around. So I was was literally just having conversations about, like, should I do YouTube where the streams are going to get more numbers? Like, my last year's stream uh, was 56K live peak. I think, like, concurrent was maybe, like, high 40s, low 50s, which is, like, that's the highest I've ever done. But it's, like, it's an event-based thing, though. Um, Or should I go on Twitch where, like, I could potentially pivot to more IRL stuff because I don't do too much of that on my main channel right now. I have my second channel designated for more of that shit. Yeah. So I've been like going back and forth on it. So I've been like trying to, but it's like every, every week is like new information now. So I'm, I'm basically, I'm just curious to see who the fuck else secures bags. Cause I'm, I imagine they're like tens of millions of dollars, like three year, $12 million deals. I imagine there's something to that. I, who knows, but I imagine they're that or more. It definitely definitely looks like that, especially the names that they're getting. It's definitely saying like this real big money Ooh, that's being huge names. Yeah, those are huge names. So I'm assuming they like YouTube and you and YouTube, like you've been saying before, we've been back and forth about it. YouTube is trying to get in the game and they're trying to be more solidified or being or at least their name being synonymous out with other things outside of just video. Yeah. And so if that if they can do that with either the well, I guess let me say long form video because they're also trying to be synonymous with short form video with the shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have um, live streaming as well. They're Even, pushing shorts heavy. Yeah. You see, have you seen the dashboard recently? Yep. They have a whole section for it now. No, no. Yeah. That's crazy. So I think, I think that YouTube is, um, is intriguing in that way. They're trying to continue to innovate and, or, or at least trying to keep up in many ways, because I definitely believe they kind of fell a little bit really short in the live streaming area. But the the hard, the crazy thing about live streaming on YouTube is that it's it's 
it's not as simple as it should be to just find. Like, like the, the way they format it is not as easy that I believe it should be. Yeah, nah. But the, the new studio that, if you've ever streamed on YouTube, the new studio they had as of like last year, it gives you more options. Uh, but I think on first glance, it's a little bit more overwhelming than Twitch's. Twitch's dashboard is a little bit easier to read. But anyway, I, I've been kind of just like seeing what like viewers think too. A lot of people are saying like ads is ruining Twitch because. Like, yeah, that's another thing I noticed. Like, there's the flight reacts to this spam. Like, bro, if I see one out of nine ads, I'm packing it up. And I know some people's response is, like, just sub. But, like, I'm following dozens of streamers. I like to just click on streams to see what people is up to. Because I watch streams for entertainment a lot of the time. But I also watch streams just to know what's going on. Yeah. I'm not sticking around for four minutes of ads. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But that's crazy. I think... I know Twitch wants to incentivize people to monetize their stuff. And Twitch makes money on that, too. But... Man, it's it is brutal to sit through one of those, bro. Brutal. Yeah, especially when when the um ad isn't like an organic ad. Yeah, like if it was like a... it was, if it was like uh, Los delivering an ad about like hot pockets, like you might stick around because that's gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah. But if it's like a hot pocket ad on a low stream, it's way nah, less entertaining. It, be, it's it's a Amazon ad telling us to watch a new with the new Prime videos. Yeah, the new Prime videos on Amazon. That's what, it, that's what it really is. No cap. But I mean, yeah, that's that's the reason why I think that's the reason why it's a bit more like jarring. Um, YouTube is also getting like that as well. You know, I'm on YouTube. I, I I can still criticize. I think YouTube doesn't have as much of a fill rate though. Like when you click the ad button on on the YouTube dashboard, mm-hmm. most people aren't going to receive an ad. Oh, I'm really not talking about like in the beginning. I, what I realized because I, I have premium on my main. Oh, like account. when you watch videos? Yeah, when I watch videos on oh, my yeah, main, yeah. on my main account, I don't get on ads. But so on my on my dummy account, uh, which when y'all, if y'all watch me stream, that's the reason why I have like two different accounts. And the dummy account just to kind of get a feel of like how you all and how other people just casually go through YouTube, like yeah. ad wise. Yeah. And I noticed like there's way more like double ads in the beginning. Which, oh yeah, that's very common now. But most that's of the crazy. time, they're I, both skippable. I'd rather have two oh, yeah, skippable yeah, sure. double ads than one unskippable. So then that's the other thing with, with Twitch. And maybe we just got accustomed to that because of YouTube, where, where on YouTube ads, I can just skip them. Mm-hmm. And like if I could skip six out of those nine ads, then maybe, maybe what, what for? Maybe, I don't know. But you can't but skip any of them. You can't skip any of them. So you're literally just sitting there. And not only is it not like like a natural organic ad when in terms of like the the actual person reading off the ad to you, but also like when people do it, they, they haven't figured out. That's the thing about live streaming because everything is happening. So instantaneously, like in a moment when someone hits you with an ad, it doesn't feel like an ad should be going right here. Yeah. Like when I'm reading, when I, when I have a, when I'm reading my videos or not reading my videos, when I'm talking in my videos, I kind of know when the breaks are, so it makes sense. So it doesn't feel like you've just like been deprived of something. Um, that's not happening on, on, on Twitch. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, in the middle of but YouTube, like saying something. And YouTube also has that. a good like algorithm so that people don't feel like they're getting spam. So if you receive an ad on my video, but then you click off and then you go watch the John family video, um, and it's within I think the number is six minutes. It could have changed, but I remember hearing six minutes. You're not receiving another ad. Which is why I tell people, like, when Flight spams, like, an ad every one minute on his videos, it just looks scary. But those ads aren't going to trigger into videos. If anything, they might just be display ads, the ones that just pop up on the bottom of the screen. So it's like you're you're just scaring people, really, because no one's receiving, like, 42 ads. And DDG does it, too. Um, But it's honestly just became, like, a meme in and of itself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but I, honestly, I know some people don't like it, but the DDGs and the flights of the world actually make it more um, reasonable to because I was just one of the slowest people for a while. I was like, I don't want any mid rolls. And I remember I was having a conversation with Cash. I forgot which event it was. And he's like, yo, you put no mid rolls on your video. We were like in the lobby of the thing. I was like, yeah, I never put a mid roll before. I think it did it once by accident and I removed it uh, because I was like, I want to focus on growing my audience and. I didn't want to get in the way of monetizing it. And he was explaining to me like how that's not nothing to be afraid of. And so this was a couple years after they even introduced mid roll. So then I was like, okay, I keep in mind my videos is longer usually. So like 15 minute video, uh, let me try one mid roll. You know what I'm saying? Or 15. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's how I was starting. Um, but now if the video is over 15 minutes, I might do three. If it's under 15, I'll keep it at two mid rolls. Um, but I literally, literally, Four or five days ago, I uploaded the most mid-rolls ever. It was a 30-minute video. I put seven of them bitches in there. I felt crazy. Um, but so, but I wanted to test it, though. I want to say, what's people's reaction to that? I've never done that many ads. And part of me knows that my main goal is just people to be able to watch the videos. But I also want to be able to monetize them because that's the one advantage that YouTube has over other platforms is longer yeah. videos um, are easier to make money off of. Normally, if I do a video under... If I do a minute video from... I don't think I've ever done an eight-minute video on my... Main channel? Like main channel. I don't think I've ever done an eight-minute video, uh, even when they, like, lowered it. But if, if it hypothetically was eight to 10 or eight to 11 minutes, then it's probably only going to be one mid-roll. Um, if it's 11 to 13, probably two mid-rolls. They should probably do something to where, like, well, I don't think it's as big of a problem on YouTube because the algorithm's smarter. Yeah. But, like, something where, like, every, you can't receive an ad. Like, you have to space out the mid-rolls every six minutes or something like that. My, just, but, my, but mine's, like, the last video I just uploaded there's like natural pauses yeah, in the video. When I'm you like, record, you where, know, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to put an ad here. So let me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not like, I'm transitioning from one topic to the next. This is a great ad, another transition ad, last transition ad, and then add in a beginning and end. And that's what I normally do. But it, but it just needs to make sense. And so even when I'm recording, I kind of have a feeling of like where these ads are going to be placed at just so it doesn't feel like in the middle of me talking, y'all niggas here. Um, a Grammarly ad, like I don't, like I don't want that to happen to y'all. So yeah, but it is, it is interesting though to kind of see because the thing with YouTube also on um the streaming thing, I was saying what, we, what you were saying is right. Even behind the scenes, like the the dashboard, it's not that um aesthetically pleasing. But I'm talking about just finding, like I don't know, like if you go on your phone right now, try to like get to NBA 2K streamers on on. So that's actually so I was reading through because um, that's Foy's, difficult. Foy's tweeted congratulating like Tim the Tatman on like deciding on YouTube or whatever, like announcing it basically. Yeah. And I was reading a bunch of the replies, and the main replies, the main thing I've heard overall is if they had gifted subs on YouTube, it's gonna be a game changer. The couple people I've talked to at YouTube, they haven't ever verified to me that, that that's coming, but they said they know about that feedback. So whatever the fuck that means. Um. But uh, the the main thing I heard under the replies of the Tim the Tatman thing was actually a little bit surprising. It was a lot of people saying this should be because YouTube is known for discoverability. But now it's kind of like turned because streaming discoverability is like what game is playing. Like you should be able to on the left hand side of your YouTube app, see everybody that's live that you follow. Yep, you should. And that's as simple as it needs to be. <clears throat> yep. you, you shouldn't have to click more than one button. And who was it when iPod was here? He was showing me there's this uh, browser called Opera GX or Opera something. 
you know the Opera Browser, right? Yeah. It's been around for like a decade, but there's like a gaming version of it where you can add extensions and then you can just click something on the left-hand side of your browser and it'll show you everybody live on Twitch. It'll show you every video that's been uploaded on YouTube. Like, so you don't have to get on the website to do all of that. All of it is available on the thing. But it should be something simple to where, like, you probably shouldn't even need to click anything for it to pop up. If they add that, then that's the game changer. Try, try to get to it right now. I, I literally think I'm going to have to do YouTube.com slash gaming and then check for it. Because I go, don't know. Yeah, try to go on the app and go, sh- like, where, where would you go on the app? Okay, I'm on sure. the homepage right now. Where would you go? Um, maybe Live Explorer on the top left. Okay. Gaming. And then now, after two clicks, I have to decide which top live game I want to watch. Let's say I want to watch Fortnite. That's three clicks. And now it's going to give me the content creators under that category. You have no, to no, click. No, no. Then, then it, it takes you to the home. Then it can give you the top top on uh, top content creators, or you have to swipe over to live. But like, look, look, look. Oh no, yours is. Oh, you're right. But look, so on that home page yeah. here huge the thumbnails are huge for videos like youtube's almost telling people even when they want to click on yeah. live shit Still like go watch to videos. videos yeah which is interesting if they're making this big commitment to live streaming why not just make it easier to be able to consume and then even on the live even when you go to the live not only are the thumbnails smaller it's only one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve only twelve and it's not sorted by most watched by default no nope. for mine is sorted by region oh what the fuck there's yep. no way to sort it by most. It's just the only sorts region, is by region or worldwide. worldwide. Yep. Interesting. And then and then after when you go home, then you go to live, and then it gives you more options. But even then, yeah, that's that's not that's not a good UI at all. It's not. Nothing. It's not even close. So I think it's just small stuff like that. Um, that that hinder YouTube and Facebook's playing like serious catch up. They're like Facebook's on 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 the timing where like. At least when I left a couple years ago, they was just introducing mods, and they're like, you guys can do 1080p, 60fps now. So, like, um, Facebook is growing a lot, but it has some ways to go to catch up to YouTube. And YouTube is growing a lot, but it has some ways to go to catch up to Twitch. Um, even I'm sorry, even on even when you go to the, like, home and you swipe over to live, the next one is um, recent, and those are uploads. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to explore, and they're just all uploads. Hey, I'm a little curious from people listening. Where do y'all prefer to watch your streams? When I post on Twitter asking, because I've done it like three, four times now, the majority is Twitch a lot of the time, which is crazy because I'm, I'm not a Twitch guy. I'm not a Twitch guy. So the either, fact that I'm, I'm on YouTube and my YouTube audience is still telling me Twitch is kind of crazy. Yeah. That should say something. Um, but anyway. Shout out to Twitch, man. No cap. Shout they out gave, to them. They gave me the bag. Yeah, I just. Gave you a bag? Oh, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about it. Um, yeah, oh, I just, shit. I do feel like that they need to, um, YouTube has has a long way to go. And I think like what we just kind of like walked through right there, even the that needs to be much easier, like much, much easier to get to. And I think that when you get to that point of where you can just make things more accessible and easier to um, to reach out to, I think that makes things more convertible. But right now it's just not, and also I just think that Twitch has so much, just has so much of a strangle on on like the streaming world that it's like really hard to like yeah. gain any leverage in that. And I think I think they're going right about it because the best way to do it is gain just add some legitimacy to your platform. And with streaming, you get some of the bigger names, and that's that's literally how you would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there does need to be some organic growth. Like there needs to be like 
organic YouTube content team. creators that need to be on there that have these timeless moments. And it's like, I'm committed to staying on YouTube to watch that streamer, which then gets me involved with other streamers. But even then, YouTube just need, needs to do a better way of conveying recommended streamers, live streamers on the app. They have yeah. to. They have to. Hey, John, how much ads you put in like a 15-minute video? That's a good question. On your, on your videos, how many, how many ads you put? God damn. You put five mid-rolls? Every... Mid-rolls, are you talking about so one to end? With the end? pre-roll and the potential post-roll, that's seven ads. Oh, John's crazy. Because half of those not even going to trigger. The pre-roll might trigger, and then like two or three mid-rolls might trigger. But, um, yeah, congratulations to the streamers who are securing bags. It makes me really happy. If for some reason, like, in the world, you can't be, like, a content creator and say you work hard. Or else people are going to be like, but my dad who works for Ford works harder. It's like a competition. I was watching Tim the Tatman's announcement. I literally got yeah. goosebumps at the end of it because it was so good. But he in the in the announcement, he mentioned that um, he used to, like, clear weed, weed whackers on the, on the railway. Yeah. And he's like, that's the hardest job I ever had. I believe him when he says it. But I also know that if for whatever reason Tim the Tatman said, nah, streaming is the hardest job I ever had. The hours are crazy. Streaming eight to ten hours a day nonstop is crazy. I, I actually think streaming is. I think he meant like I, just, I think he means, I think he meant physically. No, but if he's saying that's the hardest job, like I like I, mean, I don't yeah, know what yeah. that's like. It seems pretty fucking miserable. Like where did he grow up? I, well, it might it might be mentally too because if because the when I was working at Walmart. Physically, it's the hardest job I've ever had, but mentally, it started to take a toll on me because I just felt like yeah. I felt defeated. Like, nigga, I'm not even doing nothing in life. Like, I'm just here, so I can see how you can say that. Yeah, but, but like, look, so like, if you if you said though, like the hardest, like Tim Tatman, when he said the first thing I thought was, but if he didn't feel that way and he felt like streaming on Twitch was the hardest thing he ever did, I believe him. Well, I but I'll say this right now is the hardest I think I've ever worked though. Which and and so would you say right now? Would you say your work you do right now, you're making videos on your main and second channel, peer-to-peer and play by you, would you say that's harder than uh, any work you've had before with Sherman Williams, with Walmart? I think I think it's harder just because I have to take on several different roles that are very pivotal to the success of everything. And so that's the reason why it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But the reason why people don't want to, people may be hesitant to say it and also hesitant to accept it is because they just assume that, enjoy it which i do i actually enjoy it that's the reason why it's kind yeah, of that actually to that's a good point i never yeah, thought about that because i enjoy it that's the reason why like when things happen like days just kind of pass by and i don't really know it or hours will pass by and i don't really know it. like I, even when i'm streaming like shout out to y'all like i'll look down at the like counter i'm like hey, i've been streaming for like three hours now like i it didn't even feel like that mm-hmm. but i know for a fact three hours at fucking walmart was, would feel like 10 hours that way. Like it would feel it would feel like you can literally feel the three hours. Yeah. I, I, f- I feel like um, content creators have to be so they, they're forced to be so humble. And even no, when yeah. YouTube content creators. Oh, yeah, YouTube. Because only fan content creators. Oh, they, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They just come out there and they'll literally just say, my simps bought this Mercedes for me, so thank you. Like they like they they don't they don't care. Yeah, um, but unless I've, unless you make that your identity, like DDG has done, yeah, like if, reflecting is just part of his yeah, brand. Yeah, that's that's my brand. Yeah. But like if it's not then, even even if it's like even if you play the field, like you like in the middle a little bit, they're like, okay, we get it. You're rich, dog. We get it. We get it, dog. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm, I'm trying to like toe the line. I want to do things that I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I dropped a, a video just viewing homes doing real estate shit. 
And it was an overwhelming amount of people like, this is so cool. Like, people don't usually show this side. But I saw a couple people like, well, way to flex, agent. As if, like, I didn't even buy a home, dog. I was just viewing them. Like, you yeah. could view homes, too, my guy. Nah, <laughs> like, any, anybody could view homes. <laughs> nah, you just letting us know where you was at in life, dog. No, but no cap. Like, how much I work now is, like, it's a ton. But, like, I don't, first of all, I don't, I think when I was in uni, like, I liked showing people how hard I work. I don't know if you remember, like, I used to post on Snapchat and shit, like, when I'd be working out or whatever. Or anytime I was yeah, doing something out, productive, yeah, yeah. I would at least think about, like, showing people so people know that. That, yo, look, I'm working hard. Look at yeah. me, man. Turn whole time, I wasn't even working that hard, at least compared to right now. Which is interesting because I saw, um, I think you responded to it, where um, there was a Celtic account that saw Luka Doncic um, smoking okay, some hookah. hookah yeah. And they were like, look at Luka Doncic. Man, he hasn't made, he's smoking some hookah. He's not working hard this offseason. And they compared it to Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum getting big as fuck Yeah, right Jason now. Tatum's working hard, I believe yeah. it. But him just seeing Luka... Just because Luka didn't record his sessions, yeah. to him, Luka never worked out. <laughs> That's which hilarious. Is, which is odd to me because I even think that a nigga at that level doesn't work out as well. Oh, you think Luka just was born that fantastic, bro? You don't think he had to work his ass off? You think that nigga just smoked hookah all day? Is that what you think? Uh, people people kind of odds to me. Shout out to... Shout out to um, people think you shout don't. Shout out to Tatum, though. That nigga, no nigga big, Bro, dog. big, man. Big, big. I ain't gonna lie... I'm going to say it first. He's getting random security. He's getting random dope tests. Oh, uh, I get it. 100%. I, that's not, that's not what I was going to say. Like four hey, that's, hey, that's not what I was going to say. He's going to get randomly checked four or five times. Just real randomly. That's, that's not what I was going to say. I'm telling you, he will. I was going to say Tatum is going to finish top five in MVP this year. Oh, I can see that. I, I think I think Tatum is going to take a jump. I think Tatum was gonna take. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, people, I, niggas punched me on Twitter. I mean, on Twitch last night saying, "Oh, where they was, was waiting was on a bull take." Oh yeah, no, no. no. Well, yeah, when I was doing the ranking and I, you call and I said, "Where you rank OG?" And you yeah, was like, yeah. putting higher. Yeah. I had I had um, Tatum at like All NBA. They were like, "No, I put him in superstar status." What a superstar! I was like, <laughs> I was, but I, I thought about. Uh, it. I was like, you could, could do that. All NBA is not enough. That's crazy. Superstar, like, superstar is a lot, bro. Because if there's like five, six superstars in the league. Tatum being a superstar. No, no, no. It's more, it's more than five. Name them. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me take it back. What they did was the, the tier list was like top of the league, which was above superstar. And that one only had four or five. Oh, okay. And then they did superstar underneath that. And that was essentially top the Top of the league of, should be under superstar. Just I, like, I guess, but with the way that they ranked okay, it, that's what right, I was thinking. We're in, we're and in. I was like, so basically you're saying, here are my top five players. And yeah, Tatum, no, Tatum's not in that list. That'd be wild. But Tatum is in the... Damian, I think Tammy Lickie reached a Damian Lillard status. I, you should be a proud individual if you have like a lot of potential and you actually make the most of it. A lot of people don't. They kind of just yeah. forfeit their potential uh, for like a suite of different reasons. Ooh, I don't want to pivot too much off the finances on um on so on social uh, media because Twitter's not doing that. Okay, so Twitter hit me up and said, "Do you want to get monetized videos?" I'm not. Don't tap <laughs> me up on it because I don't really want to do it. Because they, they told me the criteria. What's the criteria? I don't know if I can say it, but okay, it's, don't say it, don't it's say not it. that crazy. Just tell me, but I also don't know how much money you'd make off a monetized tweet. It's like it's like a month of commitment to get monetized, and once you get monetized, um, you actually have to keep it going. So like you have to keep doing the thing that you did to get monetized. Um, so that I was like, oh okay, I got hit up about that off the Ripper, and I was like, that's pretty fucking. Cool. I got hit up off. I got hit up with spaces off the Ripper too. Before spaces, but where thing, thing. Yeah, yeah. They they hit me up and said, you want to try our spaces? Yeah, I'm so. actually surprised. Hey, to the until I can do it, y'all niggas better. Y'all, y'all niggas need to be on Twitter 
Or if I had to have a suggestion, and I just can't do this right now, but I will be doing it when it's done. Nigga, go on for the NBA Twitter accounts out there who don't really have like a YouTube or an, or an Instagram or anything like that. Bro, be on Twitter spaces. I pro- I promise you, do it now. Have these conversations, build an audience, carry that over into the upcoming season because especially with the two teams, super teams, that shit is going to be fucking you're going to you're going to gain an audience. Every every nigga I know on NBA Twitter, especially the ones who talk to me behind the scenes, bro, be in spaces. I promise you, you'll, you, you'll be able to build and, an audience. And now Instagram Reels is like adopting a TikTok like, I don't want to say a TikTok algorithm because TikTok's algorithm was shit on IGs, but like they're starting to push Reels heavy. And you, obviously, for obvious reasons, the longer the form of content on the platform, the more ways there is to monetize it. And, you know, TikTok is having trouble monetizing their platform currently, which is why they increased from one-minute videos to, what's the cap now, like three minutes? Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, so it's because the longer the content is, the easier it is to monetize. Um, Streams is the easiest thing to monetize, and then long videos, and then short videos, and then TikToks. So TikTok is at the bottom of the league on how hard it is to, like, Find advertisers for you said video on Twitter. I'm talking about the super follower. Oh no, I'm not talking about that. So that was the other thing I saw. Yeah, the video I saw that as well. The super follower for you out there who don't know, introducing super follows, a paid monthly subscription that supports your favorite people on Twitter and gives you access to put sunglasses on super tweets. Yeah, I don't think no one's gonna use that. No one's gonna use it because you can roll it out like Cash App and shit already. Yeah, I didn't know Cash App was also already connected to... Cash App and Vimeo is already connected to Twitter. Yeah, so you don't really need to use, like, Twitter's own tipping platform. You could do ways to tip before that. No, what I think it's going to do is that if you have any... um, Also, also you can charge for ticketed spaces. That's another reason why I tell y'all niggas, especially the one... Let let, 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 let Uncle Lo... Again, being the first one to do that is a little scary. Let let, let Uncle Lo talk to him for a second. Okay. Y'all niggas who be in rooms with Kevin Durant and y'all niggas not charging nobody, do it now. That's fine. But if you can build up a platform like that on Twitter where you can have access and NBA players are willing to come in y'all space and talk to y'all and just shoot the shit or react to tweets or react to things that are happening. Nigga, Is that popping? Nigga, Kevin Durant jumps in certain people like I know, like certain people's spaces pretty frequently. He don't give a fuck. He don't. He don't. He don't care. <laughs> Katie don't care. I fuck with that low key. So yeah, like, bro, I'm telling you, and even if it is something right now that's in its infant stage, NBA Twitter is such a community that you can definitely build something to where it can kind of branch off into other worlds. Like, shout out to Hoop Reference. He branched out his social media platforms on both Twitter and IG, uh, and he has a um. Bro, a YouTube, a YouTube on, page now has like 100,000 subscribers. If bro, I'm growing on YouTube is, I mean, growing online is, is easier than people make it seem. It's hard to pull off, but it's, it's easy to conceptualize. What's the easiest platform to go on right now? TikTok. So make a fucking TikTok about the topic that you're interested in and make engaging TikToks. Take that TikTok audience and start spreading it one by one. What's the next biggest platform you want? Probably YouTube. YouTube, YouTube would be the best yeah. bet. But maybe it's fucking Twitter. I would never. Twitter's like on the bottom of my priority list. But shout, shout to, I just want to say, shout out to who referenced 179,000 subscribers. Let me and see I think, that. Is that, is I that think, the person I think it is? Yep, that guy. 
Oh, word. 179,000 subscribers because he just built an audience on Twitter and took it over to YouTube. That's a smart guy right there. Literally a smart guy. There's too many opportunities. But the thing thing is, I think NBA Twitter is different than a lot of other communities on Twitter. Because yeah. I think there's such I think I think NBA Twitter Bro, is such I look a at, community. I look at some of the like the 2K intels and the 2K like news pages, uh, and I think to myself like, man, y'all should have been made YouTube channels. Oh yeah, yeah, those niggas need to In make my head, YouTube channels. Like, yeah, for sure. like you should be making TikToks and YouTube shorts. Like there's so yeah. many missed opportunities. And if me, I'm pretty spread out right now between like this podcast and playback and A and P is like stretching me mad thin, and I'm about to start streaming. And there's a few other exciting things I committed to that I'm about to start doing. Yo. If I'm seeing these opportunities and even I'm shooting at them, bro, if you're not actively, like, if you're in school and you have, like, a side hustle time, bro, you should absolutely be, like, making TikToks about the shit that you care about, bro. Until until the niggas, again, I'm shout, shout out to my NBA Twitter niggas. Let me, let me talk to y'all. I'm going to keep talking to y'all. Y'all niggas, stop um, linking other niggas' articles, nigga. You are, you are, you're already, you're already sharing the article to your audience. Sure, you can do that on... Talking about in a video? Yeah, just do that in a video. No, no, no. I'm talking about on Twitter. They'll be like, ooh, breaking news. And they'll link an article to another nigga's website. Bro, just read the article, understand what's going on, and then report on it on a YouTube video. And because the way that um, NBA YouTube works, things are so searchable and so quick. Like, you, you, the same thing, you got to just make a 20-character a tweet and link the rest of that shit to someone else's Page like why would y'all do that? If you want, if you keep, if you want to do that just to build an audience, sure. But bro, this but there's there's a know. sports page that B Souls linked me because I told B Souls to send me like ten examples of um, YouTube shorts people doing it successfully. One of them was a guy telling like unique stories in the sports world, uh, and they're just one minute shorts. They're very punchy to the point, subtitles and a lot of B roll, and it's just his audio. And it's like that's just how he saw entertaining sports content, and some of them. A lot of the videos is in millions and millions of views. Yeah. I mean, there's so many new ways to like, um, you just had to be more creative. I remember that was so challenging for me when I first started. Because remember, the concept of like a gaming video was just get some gameplay and then you talk behind it. You know what I'm saying? And then somebody decided to innovate. Like the Cash Nasties of the world started green screening with Livecom. And so then like that was the meta. And it's like, but then somebody else innovated. Epic Kai came in with the fast-paced edits, and every 15 seconds was a new emotion. So then that was the mess. It's like every six months to a year, somebody comes and innovates. Um, and I don't know. Like, I think the more creative you are, the better chance you stand. But you don't even have to be that creative to make content. Um, you need some creativity, but you don't need to be like a fucking a Chris next door, bro, to, you don't need to, yeah, you know, you it's unnecessary. Need. You just need to be decently creative and flex that as much as you can. Anyway, there's so many ways to make money. I get so excited for people when they secure streaming deals. Cause one, it lets me know that I could do it. So then I get excited for me. But then two, I just know how much effort it takes to get to certain points. So like, I can't even imagine what Tim, the tap has been through in his streaming journey. So to be able to secure a deal that, I imagine sets him up for life is like beautiful. I remember watching a streaming video like years ago, four years ago, three, four years ago. And it was just like how to set up OBS. It was Tim, the tap man teaching me. It was on a YouTube video. He just made a YouTube video teaching. And that was the first time I saw him. I didn't know he was, I didn't look at his streams or nothing. I just knew him off this YouTube video. So it was like, everyone kind of has their own journey, but let's get into this toxic stuff. Uh, John, I'm I'm pretty sure you'll be interested in this. 
The woman who was on on. on oh, bro! Yes, God damn! Oh my not, God! Because we're not making a playback, bro. Bro, now nah, we're not. So you know what you tell us? Yeah, lo, you tell. Us. Actually, John, you want to tell a story? Uh, of course. John. I can't hear it. The, the Ajax story. You know what I'm talking about, bro? You know uh, Ajax was uh, was trending trending heavy too. Oh, she deleted it. She deleted the post? Yes. Okay, we're going to have to summarize. Don't worry, don't worry about it, so, dog. You screenshotted it? Yeah, don't worry about it. Of course, Lowe screenshotted it. So, um, can <laughs> I say her username? No, I'm just playing. No, I'm, yeah, not well, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, some some old... No, let me just... Oh, that's that's John. Nah, that's what I say. say. That's John. Hey, that's, I was waiting that's for John. Bay. I was waiting for him to step these in. Girl, these girls not loyal, right, John? <laughs> So this shit went on Twitter on the timeline, and first of all, nigga, if y'all niggas screenshotting convos that y'all having with another man, I actually hate that. Wild. I hate that. It's so wild. And I hate anyone screenshotting any convo and then posting it. I just don't like it. Even when like they know it's like it's nah. Why are you okay? So anyway, she she posted a screenshot of a conversation she had with a, a man. In the screenshot, it essentially said it essentially her asking for money. Asking for a hundred dollars, the guy basically saying, "I'm not going to give you a hundred dollars because I have to pay bills and stuff like that." And but he said we'll, he wishes he could. He yeah, wait, can't. wait. So that's that's why I said we're going to get to him because he followed that up by saying, "But you know, if I could, I might do it." But I got I need to save up. But I'm, I'm paying bills, which again we're we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk about him as well. But the idea that for whatever reason a man having to pay bills being the reason why he can't give you money is enough. To not only screenshot it and then upload it on Twitter, but then to clown him and block him. Because this is what she said under that screenshot. I asked this nigga for some money. He started telling me about bills he needed to pay. Baby, I don't give a fuck. And now you blocked. To her, that's a flex. Which is wild. To To her, that's a flex. Then people got upset. Her response to the people who got upset was, it's niggas who will send me $500 plus no question asked. And you tell me about some bills because I asked for $100? Baby, get the fuck on. I just wanted my money back for some groceries. I get paid every two weeks. Throw up emoji. One, at least 20 throw up emojis. And what it said exactly, he said, LMAO, I don't know, babe. I got some other stuff to take care of, rent, car note, pay bills, and I owe an extra, uh, and I owe a little bit extra on a few debts. But if I had some extra money, I got you for real. I feel bad for not having it, Jesus Christ. I feel bad for not having it. A bad thing, um, and the bad thing is I don't get paid until another two weeks. Interesting. LMAO, what do you mean with a crying um, emoji? I don't want it anymore. Why not? Because I just don't want it, LOL. 751 AM. Good morning, beautiful. 1250 PM. How did you sleep? Nigga <laughs> got left on red. So then everybody was like killing her. And also she just went crazy too on the timeline. Kind of find out, you know, Twitter do they thing. They start digging deeper. They found a couple pictures of her in the tuck. I got niggas who send me $500 with no question asked. 
But baby, baby, you got Ajax behind you in your bathtub when you're taking a shower. Like the fucking dishwasher Ajax, bro. The shit you clean your dishes with is on her shower. <laughs> I know she don't clean dishes in her shower. Look at John. John. Then, then she went to the girl who called her out and then t- went to go find a picture of her baby because the girl who called her out was pregnant. And she took, um, what's the picture where, the, where you take a picture of your... A sonogram or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then said, fuck you and that baby. What the fuck? Yes. This is a shit human we're talking shit about. Shit human. Then there's also tweets about how she steals from Walmart. And then literally had the audacity to be like, no, nah, I'm not broke. I'm not broke. I just don't want to spend my own money. I'm like, not broke, but you got dishwasher fluid in your shower. <laughs> So and Ajax isn't even guys. Ajax is like the cheapest one you can get. Yes, too. it's not even. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not even Cascade. It's, it ain't none of that stuff. It ain't Dial. It's at the bottom, nigga. Ajax is at the bottom, bottom. I wish somebody would tell me they clean it with dishwashing soap. Can you imagine her like reaching her heart to get places with with Ajax, nigga? If you put dishwashing soap on a towel to scrub your body, you're nasty. You're just nasty. You think it would work? In her mind, it does, and you and you know you nasty, you stink. What do you smell? You smell like um, leftover lasagna. Like, what do you, you want to smell like? What do you, what do you want to smell? Like? You want to smell like a kitchen? So a couple things. I think some people. Like, I didn't know she got embarrassed enough to delete the stuff though. She she put that on there thinking that it's an ego. She put it on there to flex. She realized yeah. it wasn't to flex to nobody but her and her little group of friends, and so she deleted it. But. Man, it's funny because people will sit there and lie to you about the lifestyle they live to get you to admire their life and almost like want it for yourself. Whole time, man, she has no money. She's broke. She can't get no one to send her money. She can't make her own money. She's reliant on men to make money. She's just asking for men. And this poor man, because I feel bad for him, but I really shouldn't, is telling her, like, if I had the funds, I would do it for you, but I promise. But... Right now, I can't afford to because I'm down bad. And then her response wasn't, damn, okay, all right. I appreciate you for even thinking about it. I'm it about was, to say, that's, it was that's interesting. And then ghosting him, blocking him or whatever, and posting that on. She's a shit human being, dog. People like her st- need to stop multiplying. Y'all need to stop fucking with people like her, too, because then y'all help it multiply, and kids is going to be born in a not-ideal situation. And then now we got to pay for it because then kids going to hop on the next app. And spew the next toxic shit they learned from her fucking mom. That's a horrible human, dog. It's a, it's it's not only is it a horrible, That's a horrible human, human, bro. It's not only is it a hor- horrible human, but the people around her are also horrible because she made that tweet thinking that she was going to get it off. Like she thought that everybody was going to agree with her. Like yeah, like niggas should just have on. It, it was people, and I'm pretty sure these are people around her. It was people who were sitting there like yeah, people should just have a hundred dollars to just give away freely. And I'm like what? Why? Why? What is that a requirement of life? Like, why is that? What? Are, what are you saying right now? And even if I have a hundred dollars to just give away freely, why do I need to choose to give it to you? Like, there's nothing. Why are you obligated to just have my spending money? What? What sense does that make? And by the sounds of how quickly she blocked him, it wasn't like they was in a relationship neither. So this no. is just a guy that she talked to. I'm assuming that couldn't afford to just randomly give her money. Um. The way she said it in the text made it sound like when she was justifying herself that he owed her money. But even if for whatever reason he owed her money, which then it would no longer be a flex, really. Um, But she didn't say that till afterwards. Even if he owed her money, 
him saying he can't afford to do it, and then you blocking him means you're not going to get your money. So it, she's lying about something. And Well, she later didn't say, I, the reason why I asked him for money because I don't want to spend my own money. And that's when people are like, you don't have any money. Yeah, bro, can I give a PSA to everyone out there? If you have to ask somebody else for money all the time, but you have your own money, that doesn't mean that you're independent. Like you're currently relying on something just because you prefer to not. Nobody prefers. Bro, if I could ask Jeff Bezos for a million dollars, never have to touch a single dollar of mine to pay rent or any expenses, I'd do it, obviously. But the idea that I'm not dependent on, I'm clearly dependent on him. Because no, you don't, because you want to hold your money for when the fucking next purse drops. That shit is that whole that culture is sad to me. But no, bro. that's I mean, that's, that that's, that's really sad. that's really what it is. Is that my expenses are like like a thousand dollars a month, but I only make like fourteen hundred. And so you're you really what you're saying is that even if you might have enough money to pay for expenses, you be scraping it. On a month-to-month basis, I'm still independent. But you want to make I don't it seem need you. like yeah, exactly. You I was doing it before you. You want to make it seem like you're independent. Like no, like even even when you were attempting to do it before, you were you were either basically failing or barely getting by. So no, you weren't really yeah. living that large. Anyway, and even even then your expenses were mad. Sure, you were living in in a fucking um, two bedroom apartment with four other chicks. But so do you remember? Shut the fuck up. Do you remember in that playback? And it right, John. Do you remember in that playback video where that lady was, that individual, was teaching you how to finesse men for money? Yeah. And we did, like, two of those videos. And in both of those situations, they was in, like, blank white rooms. You would think if they was making so much money off their ability to oh, finesse yeah. people, like, your room should be decorated with something. You can look in the background and tell, like, she's had, like, a basic Ikea setup. Like, man, and you up. don't even need to have nothing crazy, but you obviously don't live the life you're trying to make it seem you live on social media. So it's just that hypocrisy is crazy to me. And then you want people to desire and be almost envious of the type of life you live. Nobody should be envious of somebody who lives that type of life. You should be sad. The women who really actually get, I guess, I guess finesse niggas or they are in conversations or in groups with like ball players. Like, like what's, what's the, um, what's the black chick name? Um, tall black chick. Um, who was like connected to Ti? You know what I'm talking about, John. Yeah, you can help us out by just John. You know, you know what I'm talking about, John. Like she don't have a YouTube channel. Since you know what I'm saying, like, you think Kim Kardashian was like thinking about starting a YouTube channel, trying to explain how she got over on uh, on Kanye Car- <laughs> <Car- laughs> <laughs> Like those those women, when they get to that height, they not they not making YouTube videos explaining y'all. They like they actually found a way to find. Someone with a lot of money to actually give them a, like a handful of their money as well. You talking about how you got a nigga to buy you a number four at Wendy's is like, nigga, shut up, bro. Like you're broke. That nigga's also broke, which is the second part of this. Y'all niggas broke, bro. Everybody in the circle. Yeah, broke. every every everybody but, in the circle broke. The nigga who, who who's trying to save up for a hundred dollars but claiming he's gonna just give it to a woman freely, nigga, you're broke, bro. You are indeed broke. Don't save money to then give it to a woman. Nigga, save it to better yourself or save it to continue to progress in life. You saving your money to give, to it, out. give it out to someone. And it's not like a family emergency. And it's, it's not even like crazy. it's a lot of money. Nigga, if you have to save $100, nigga, you're broke, bro. You are broke. Like by definition. So stop stop sitting here trying to save the world when, while, while you're drowning, my nigga. You're saving. You're, you 
I'm fucking trying to give money to a homeless man while you're literally two days away from being homeless yourself. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you doing right now, bro? Yeah, I think some... Yeah, it's become like a sport, Marcel. Like, the... And I, I think I, I was more like this before, where, like, you kind of just want random people's approval, so you'll, like, post things to see, like, I want more likes. Like, I want people yeah. to like it. I want people to admire the life I live. So everyone's just lying about the lives they live in pursuit of, like, this fucking unnecessary admiration. It's... Um, I'm less like it now, um, but, like, when I was in uni, I was like that, not, like, crazy, but, mm. like, it made me feel good when people were like, oh, shit, like, you got something going on. Yeah. But it's like, it really shouldn't. Who the fuck cares what the other person thinks? But it does, though. Yeah. But then, like, it manifests itself in, like, a, yo, bro, you're cleaning yourself with dishwasher fluid. <laughs> Trying to tell fucking Twitter how much money you make from the men because you're so you're so beautiful that men just can't help but give themselves money even when they're broke. So, like, you try to flex that lifestyle. So it's hilarious that that's not actually the life you live. The entire time, bro, like, that's the case in a lot of situations where people try and flex that. People will show you their fucking Mercedes whole time, bro. You know it was a CLA. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> bro, you know, but it, you couldn't tell the difference between a CLA and an S-Class. It's $150,000 difference, but... It really doesn't matter at the end of the day, except like people just want to make just it look a like Mercedes Benz logo yeah. on, the, on the fucking on the hood of the car. So that's all they care about. They just trying to front. It's a sport, bro. And, and some people are great at the sport. Oh yeah, they are. And yeah, they, but the same ones who who drive that Mercedes Benz will then go home to their two bedroom apartment, living with three other people, just so they can make it seem like in the outside world, this is how I'm living. But I'm I'm you know? I'm really sharing rent with three other people. <laughs> I'm sharing $1,200 rent with three three other people. You know who I admire now? I admire, like, the FaZe Jeffs and the PewDiePies who, like, have the means to go out and buy just about really whatever they want, especially PewDiePie. But, yeah. like, they live, like, PewDiePie was driving, like, a Ford a couple years ago. Or it was, like, a regular car. Like, oh, why are you driving that? PewDiePie, you could go and get yourself to Bugatti if you needed to. But he just drives a regular car. He lives in a regular place. He like he doesn't do nothing in pursuit of it. So that's like by that's humility to a crazy degree. Like he just is so humble about it. Yeah, I literally aspire to that because that's yeah. fucking impressive. Like the life he lives and the life he could live if he was if he wanted that approval from people is like two different lives. So I think that kind of makes it more relatable in a sense too. And. I think some, like, you might not be able to, like, notice it because you don't go out your way to do it, but it just makes him seem more genuine, too. Yeah. Because, like, everything he does is because he loves doing it, not because he thinks that y'all might fucking find it interesting and he's desperate for your guys' approval. Like, he's a businessman, so he wants to get views, I'm sure, but at the same time, he doesn't let that compromise uh, morals or who he is. It doesn't make him a horrible human being, neither. He's had his fair share of controversies, but... I fuck with PewDiePie, bro. No cap. And just to my to my kings out there, man. Y'all y'all sit there and y'all complain about, man. All the, the women this, the women that. Y'all attracting women, bro. You sitting there talking. If you sitting there really entertaining a woman to the point of you saying that you're gonna save up money to give her a hundred dollars, don't get upset when you three, six, eight months into y'all relationship and now all of a sudden you talk about how she just used you for money. It's like. Nigga, you, you've been playing alongside that. She just showed you who she was. And then even when you didn't have it, she showed you even more by sitting there saying, oh, well, good morning. How'd you sleep? How'd you sleep? How'd you sleep is crazy. <laughs> How'd you sleep is crazy after four hours. 
After a four hour window It's the afternoon my brother Yeah it's it's 1pm nigga You telling me how I slept And you First of all hit me up at Before 8 o'clock is also wild Nigga don't text me before 8 o'clock I'd be pissed if you did that But then for you to wait A four hour window to ask me How'd you sleep? Not even how your day is so far You going back to in the morning Cause you know I ain't respond yet Nigga she not say something about her and the lifestyle she wants to live. If she's like she's in pursuit of it, and she still can't attract men that can just that want to give her money. No, we, 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 well, both of them are insecure. Is she? He's insecure because for whatever reason he believes that he devalues himself by being with a woman who really doesn't even value him as a man. Oh, can I tell a story? Well, again, just quickly. And then a the woman, she's also insecure because she's she went on Twitter bragging about a nigga giving her or, or like talking about a hundred dollars. Like you really think you really finessing niggas? You really, you really all that nigga hundred dollars? How is a hundred dollars such a big deal to you that you had to post it on Twitter? Like you take a hundred dollars that much, and then like, well, if that's the case, we know you broke, and then we look at your pictures, and yeah, you broke. But let me tell you a story, bro. It's, yeah. it's slightly embarrassing, all right. So don't judge me. And John, you might—he's not gonna jump in, but he's gonna want to after I tell the story. Um, <laughs> so there was this girl I was fucking with. Okay. And it was when I first came to Atlanta. Um. And um, after talking to her for like about a month, I think you know the story. I don't know if you know it in totality. Let's go ahead. Let's just say the story. Um, after after uh, I was I was talking to her for a certain amount of time, but like we were at least familiar with each other, bro. Out of nowhere, one day she texts me saying she needs six hundred dollars, and she needed it because like something went wrong in her life. Well, honest, it was a necessity. She didn't. She you know how we watch some videos and the ladies say. Um, don't make it seem like you're desperate. Make it seem like it's just things you want to do, like go on vacation. I need money for vacation. But she told me like she just needed it for rent or whatever. The f- I, f- I forgot what the reason was, but it was a necessity for her. You said rent. Oh, it was rent? I remember okay. this story. Okay. All right. Um, and then I remember thinking to myself like, damn, I don't really need that 600. <laughs> no. Hey, get your nigga. Get John. You might have to say, so get this nigga right now, nigga. <laughs> John, get this nigga right now, nigga. <laughs> John, you're going to have to kid this nigga with this story. I'm telling no, you, bro, John. But, but also that girl was mad convenient, too. So, And I didn't want to go out of the way to, like, uh, date or nothing like that. So, anyway, besides the point. Um, so, I after, like, mulling it over, because I really just left her on red for, for a minute. After mulling it over, I was like, man, fuck it. Like, I bet type shit. So, that's what I texted her. I texted her on some, like, I bet type shit. And then, like, some days went by, I think. I'm, I'm telling you how I think I remember. I'd literally have to scroll up in the text chat to find it. Um, and then I, and I remember sitting back and thinking to myself, like, I don't want to give her no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? And I've never done that before. But it felt like a philanthropic act. And, like, behind the scenes, I like doing that for at least the people I care about. Not saying I care about her. Not saying I care about her. But I like doing that for people I care about, though, because it's, it's not really nothing to me to, to provide somebody with, um, you know. You providing her, right? Type shit. Type shit. <laughs> so, in my head, I didn't see any different than, like, a friend asking me for help and then me being like, okay. But then I, but then I really sat back and thought about it. I was like, bro, how long I know her? And then I compared that to anybody else that asked me for money. And, and I remember because like a few months before there was a guy who I didn't know too well on Twitter reached out to me, said he was going through like a hard time. 
And like we were familiar with each other, but we didn't really talk. And I told, well, here's what I told him. I said, now nah, I got poli- I have a policy, bro, because like I've been asked before. Um, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying no to you, but like I just don't. I don't, I don't want to be involved financially and I don't want to have you owe me money back and me reach out. Like it's a whole process. Like I don't want to have to do that. Um, and long story short, I said no to him and he was a guy who, I mean, he told me he needed it. So like, but I was like, damn, like it made me feel a little bad that I couldn't say yes. But I was like, you can't say yes to everybody. So anyway, I thought on that moment and a couple others like it. And I was like, nah, I'm not giving her no fucking money, man. I'm not giving her no fucking money. You know what the difference was? What was the difference? She was sucking your dick and he wasn't. So that, that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so then I never end up giving her the money. But I remember one time she almost pressed me about it. She was like, um, how come, how come, she's like, how, you said you was going to send it. Though. How come you ain't send it? I remember one time we was in a car, actually. I was in my car. It was at night. We was driving. and Yeah, you were. And, and I remember we had a conversation about it. And whole time, this is what she told me, bro. And I, this is when I knew she was starting to fucking lie to me. Because she said that she didn't even want $600, that she was just doing it to test me. That's what she originally said. Yep, yep, yep. She said she was doing it to test me. So then, and then she's like, yo, based off the test, like, you look, you're looking crazy now because you say yes, but now you're not giving me no money. So I'm like, as if, like, I had to give her money or some shit. Mm-hmm. So then, so then she was like, um, she said I failed the test or whatever. Um, but then she also admitted that she just likes, she was capping out her ass and I knew it at the time, but I didn't call her on it, but she said something to the nature of like, um, yeah, I like blowing up good situations and stuff like that. And she says she like apologized or whatever, uh, for even asking. Uh, and then I remember thinking to myself like, bro, thank God I didn't give her no money. Cause looking back, man. I want to be able to say that I never did no shit like that, man. <laughs> and I was on the, the I was on the brink of doing it, and it was and it wasn't out of like I want to provide for her at all because at the time I wasn't paying for like I we were splitting bills, dog, and she hated that, but we were splitting bills, so it wasn't even she hated that we were splitting bills. No, no, no. Like when when if I went oh, out to eat with y'all her, two were if I went bills. out to eat with her, like. I, sometimes I'll pay. Sometimes we would split. If she was eating alone, because remember, I eat once a day. So sometimes yeah. she'd want to eat and yeah. I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. She'd pay for that. And she would look at me like she wanted me to pay for it. But I'd tell her things like, yeah, make sure to remember your wallet in the car. <laughs> remember your wallet in the car. <laughs> so it's not that I was a. Af- I I don't believe. I could be lying to myself. I don't believe it's because I was afraid to say no. I think it's just I did. I wanted to be nice. Anyway, I never ended up doing it. I think she ended up telling you or Waleed, one of you two, that I did it, though. And, and and I remember thinking, like, that's fucking crazy that she she would cap about. She, did she tell you that? Yeah, she told me that. So she told Lo that um, I did give her money. And then I thought, like, why would you lie? Because when Lo would ask me about it, because he would ask me about it. I would just tell him that's not true. I had to make sure I had to check my nigga. I had to make sure your, yeah. hair, your hair was on fire. I was like, nigga, I know you. I know you're not. I know you're not fucking tricking six hundred dollars no but here's the thing though so like people like her would then go on like a, a platform uh like and they would be like look people give me money type shit that's i think that's like a thing that like people but i ain't know that though because i ain't grow up like that so in my head that, that wasn't even like a thought that occurred to me no cap bro yeah no cap no cap but i wised up though very quickly type shit um but anyway man that was my story of how i almost tricked i was so close to doing it bro which is wild to me because she said that as if like I wasn't gonna give her validation. 
by saying that she's telling me that you gave her $600. Did she, like, flex it to you? Like, I can't. She was, you know, almost like she was trying to make a point to, like, how serious y'all were. Because, you oh, know, I wasn't, you know. Man, I didn't Why give, would she do that? First of all, because I, I didn't give a fuck about your relationship. Anytime she, that got brought up. It wasn't a relationship. Or whatever y'all was doing. I Well, that's not how it was presented to me to her from her. I was like, y'all... Like, this isn't... Like, I don't know why you keep coming to me, because I know this isn't serious. You're like, what do you mean this isn't serious? <laughs> you told her that? Yeah, I, I was dead at to bring the conversation. I was like, was, and y'all y'all are not having... A, y'all are in a serious relationship. And then she, to try to prove that point, she would say things like that. Oh, word. But I was trying to tell her, like, this is not a serious relationship. Yeah, but anyway, I, I started catching on to... Well, I, I knew the whole... I could tell when people were lying to me just off... Because, like, people are incentivized to lie to me pretty frequently. You don't think so? I don't. Th- I don't know if you can tell immediately when someone's lying to you. No, I, I can't. Sometimes I'll ignore it to like a for a greater purpose, like get my dick sucked. <laughs> this nigga is a wild nigga, dog. This nigga is okay. All right, no, all right. no, but but I could tell like her saying that she just likes to blow up good situations. That's cap. Her saying that it was just a test. I think was true, no, but I think she really true. did want the money though. She I think got, she really and, did want the money. And, no, no, no. You know what's funny, I, bro? And One we, time she opened account- up her bank account, and I remember she told me multiple times, like, bro, I have money. Like, I don't need your money, whatever. And I remember, like, one time she opened up her account while um, we were in the whip, and I looked over, and it was, like, a good amount of savings. But it wasn't significant enough for her to be talking like she has a lot saved up. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know if she meant, like, meant to show me that. Like, as if to flex those are savings, but... I, I was so weirded out by it. Anyway. But no, but not, but not only that, it was also... If I remember the conversation correctly, we were then trying to figure out, well, how did she get her rent paid? She had the money. So then that's going back to what oh, I... Oh, this is the lie she told me. I remember. Yes. She said something about... Um, there was like a... There was a, con- there was a complication with her bank account. So she needed to send the money through my bank account. And I told her, I explained yeah, to her, different. if you send the money through my bank account, the IRS, because I'm self-employed, is going to think it's revenue. And even if I send it out, I'm going to be charged 30% of the revenue that I got from you. That's how they're going to see it. And in the in the unfortunate uh, circumstance of an audit, I don't want to have to explain that you just wanted to route money through me. I don't route money through for nobody. Mm-hmm. So I, that's that was the context she explained it under. That's fucking crazy. And so going back wow. to going back to what I said initially, unreasonable you have to be where you got where you have these women asking for money, talking about how they do it on their own. When all you do is pay, you splitting rent with someone else, six hundred dollars of rent, and all you got in your account is really a thousand, and you know for a fact you can't make that four hundred stretch. So that's the reason why you asking niggas for money. Technically speaking, you can't pay your rent. But are you gonna make four hundred stretch for the rest of the month? Probably not. You don't. You don't like that lifestyle. You Even don't want to. If you be could, you don't. Like yeah, you don't want to. You don't. You don't. You don't want. You don't want like that lifestyle. So that's that's the reason why. So when, when to the to the to the little ones out there, let the OG kind of put you on game since John ain't saying nothing in this podcast. That's what they mean by that. When they sitting there and say like, oh, I, I got I got the money, I can pay. What they saying is that they don't want to make the little bit that they actually have stretch. So they want to make you stretch instead of them make them. Feel uncomfortable financially. You know, I learned a lot from that situation, Marcel, because I don't think I had another negative dating experience. I dated a lot of women after that, and none of them were negative. All of them were either neutral or positive. Well, she was, she was, she was definitely to the extreme. Yeah, um, but I think I just learned though. Like you're right, you like you attract a certain type of person. So 
um, you can you can vet people and attract the people that is better for your life. I think a lot of times people just choose the wrong people and they get mad at those people and never look at themselves. Like you built that criteria, bro. Like you know when John says like he's just looking for looks, like he might get a few toxic people along the way because that's his priority is just looks, right? Yep. And that's why I be trying to tell y'all that y'all should not prioritize looks as much as John does. But looks is still on my top five though. You but shouldn't, you, but it's you, not, shouldn't, you shouldn't prioritize yeah, it enough yeah. that it clouds your judgment on what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done, especially when you start to grow and you have things of value that you could lose. Facts, facts, facts. You, you, should, you should never do that. But, you know, I'm, I, I, let, I let people make mistakes around me. And, and then when that happens, I don't want to hear what the fuck happened. I'm I so glad I ain't do it, bro. So glad. You had to come and check you, though. I was like, no, okay, I'm so glad I ain't do you it, had, bro. You know, I had to come check you real quick. I wasn't going to tell y'all shit, though, if I did it. Like that's if, what's crazy. If I did it, I, was, I wasn't gonna be like, "Yo, yeah, I wouldn't believe what I did." I was would gonna you, keep would that. Would you have said inevitably? Nah, I don't think I would have. She she would eventually have brought it up, I think. But I would. You wouldn't have came for me though. Yeah. I wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> also, I, I I do. There will be a day where more of our skeletons will just come out. Well, you no skeletons. No, nah, I definitely got skeletons. Oh, you got skeletons? Yeah, I, I, I need to know about those. I'll let y'all know in like a decade or so. Nigga, so a I'll decade like is that. crazy, dog. I'll let y'all know when it's like so far removed, I can just start spewing the skeletons out. You know what I'm saying? But until then. But until then. Uh, yeah. A couple of things on hush mode. You know what I'm saying? I just be moving real nice and smooth. But... Yeah, y'all niggas just stop dealing with women like that. Yeah, literally, it's not it's not even worth it. Ajax was trending. Ajax was trending. Imagine how that's crazy. I'd be so furious at, if my purpose was to flex that I can get men to pay for me, and the result was Ajax, a dishwasher fluid, the shit you clean your dishes with. That's the thing that trends. Ridiculous. <laughs> la- la- we have Ajax at the A and P crib, man. We make sure to clean our dishes with Ajax. Mm. La- last topic on uh, the fight. You saw it? Yeah. I liked it. Um, yo, y'all can think this is crazy, but I wanted Jake Paul to win. Mainly because I wanted I was not watching a fight like um who's the guy he fought? Uh what's his, what's his name? But whatever. He's an MMA fighter. He like I've fight. seen him fight a couple times, but I never went out my way to see him fight. But I'll go out my way to see Jake Paul get punched. But part of me wants like Jake Paul to eventually make the mistake of like challenging Mike Tyson. And I need that door to be opened. <laughs> Even at his age, dog, I need that door to be open so that I can have the glory of watching that fight, man. Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley. So um, I don't know why y'all thought. I, I don't know why because um, it was somebody I saw say the same thing about how he could beat. Um, he felt like even in Bruce Lee in his prime, he could beat Bruce Lee. Who said that? Somebody said that Jake Paul could do that. No, 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 no. This is like this is another fighter said. Oh, okay, this. so he could beat Bruce yeah, Lee in his prime. Yeah, and then it was like, whoa, what, what? And he's like, y'all, y'all just don't understand like how like physically like it doesn't matter how skilled or how talented you are. If I'm four inches, four to five inches taller than Bruce Lee, and I weigh sixty to eighty more pounds more than Bruce Lee, like I it like it's nothing that he can really do. Like if, as soon as I get my hands on him, he's he's fucking. Which is why there's weight classes. Yeah, so it's like which is why there's weight classes. It doesn't matter how talented someone is. The weight class is very like five pounds, dog. Yeah, and that was mm-hmm. another. I don't think y'all understand. So when when y'all when Nils is going around thinking that um, Tyron, who is five nine, one hundred and seventy pounds, and thirty nine years old, is going to beat someone who is six one. Jake Paul did some work though, bro. No cap. Um, and to and to Jake Paul's credit, 
No, he did. He did his. He did his thing in terms of. Um, Bro, he repaired his reputation. Like I try and think about like the like what's going on behind the scenes. Think yeah. about it. He went in there. He kept bringing up Cleveland, even though I didn't see him do that he's, at any he's point. Almost, in his career. He's almost two hundred pounds. Jay Paul's almost. It's almost a three thirty thirty oh, for real twenty to thirty pound. Oh, difference. I did not know there was a thirty pound difference. Twenty wow. to thirty pound difference. Okay, I had no clue. Not even like we're talking about. Three inches taller and 20 to 30 pound difference, bro. Anyway, I think Jake Paul just hit like the jackpot in his career. A lot of people kind of forgave him for his previous acts. It was just unknowingly just as a result of watching that fight. Um, And he ended up being the winner. And he kind of made Cleveland a big part of his like identity in the fight. I thought that was like an interesting touch. And even Logan chimed in on that in the postgame interviews. Like these these fighters is getting in the ring, losing to Jake Paul and helping him rebuild his reputation, which is the exact thing he's looking to do with boxing, by the way, which is why if you notice why when he finished that fight, he said, um, I don't even know what I'm gonna do yet. I'm gonna recover first. And he didn't like commit to no other fights. He might not ever fight again. We don't know. Yeah. But I know that I want the door to be open for like a celebrity fight with Mike Tyson. It's just something just Someone with power. I need Jake Paul to believe he can actually fight somebody for real, and they just murk him. I think. I think. I think. Even then, he's playing it very safe. Yeah, he is because I, Jake. Jake. He, he doesn't have to be Mike Tyson. He can be someone like on the up and up. That's his same, roughly same height and weight class. And I don't think Jake Paul would actually fight that. I don't. I don't think either. Yeah, he has been playing. He's been playing it safe, but also ambitious. Like Tyron Woodley's a big name, so that's a good like person to go in there and fight. Yeah. Um, and it gives you a lot of cred with people that aren't like too big into like combat sports like me. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. some casual viewers. But uh I'm 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 overall like I like the idea that events like that are even happening. And if you're a boxing fan, I imagine you like that too, because Tyron Woodley's an MMA fighter from the UFC and you get that audience plus Jake Paul YouTube bopper audience, and it's like it's a whole new audience being put on to boxing. Whole new audience. And he said that um, Jake Paul said this is the second biggest fight, pay-per-view fight, behind his brother versus Mayweather. So yeah, I will, actually, I wanted. That's why I was. I wanted. I asked like someone who's a fighter, like how they feel about their sport potentially just becoming. Kind of needed to, unless you just want it to appeal to old people. You need like the boppers to get like interested in it. You know what I'm saying? And the only yeah, way, but, you can but do why? That, but why not? Is is boxing that bad at marketing young athletes though? Because like that's like seeing like yeah, the NBA. Awful. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think there's better ways. Because, like, the NBA doesn't need J. Cole to sign to a team. Like, that, like, that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, like, there's... Uh, what's that that kid? Um, Ryan? What's his name? The guy on IG. We see him in those boxing videos all the time. He's mad quick. I don't know. I don't Undefeated know. boxer. I don't know. I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, that guy. That John don't know about him. Like, he's probably one of the only people that, as a casual person, I've seen organically grow... And, like, people are just interested in watching a fight. Yeah. But aside from that, there's only a handful of, of boxers that applies to. Um, plus, I think the rise of MMA has been, like, a little scary for boxing, too. Because, in my opinion, MMA is just more in- entertaining to watch. Yeah. Because you don't know when a knee's going to hit a skull. You don't know when an elbow's going to smash in. You don't know when someone's going to get choked out. Like, it's... it's in me, and you could keep the whole fight standing up, or you can choke someone out, and they got to tap, and they're past that. Like, you don't know. It's more dangerous. So to me, it just feels more entertaining. Maybe MMA is like encroaching in boxing's like audience territory. Who knows? Yeah, may- maybe so. Do you watch I, MMA? Uh from from time to time, but I'm not like an avid um, viewer. John, you watch MMA? No, uh, I just watched GSP fight because he was Canadian. I love watching him fight. Mm. But I think I think the the thing that's interesting just about 
Um, I just, I just, I want to see what a boxer's thought process behind it is because if Me I, too. I just want to know like how they, how they view the whole thing of like the sport that you probably take very serious growing up, trying to build your name in is just being taken like he is. Take, do you don't think Jake Paul's taking it serious? I think he's taking it serious. I think, I think, I think Jake Paul is taking it serious mainly because he has to because like it's still a contact like very dangerous sport. So yeah. you know, if you don't take it serious, you get knocked out. You might get fucked up for a long time. So I think uh, he, in those regards, he's taking it serious. But in terms of how things are being marketed, it's like how can someone who only, who probably isn't that great in contrast to other people in his weight class and his size, how is that getting that much viewership? And I get it that it's about which club. But the, uh, let me say this. The whole concept of sports for many people is that it's like the perfect equalizer. It doesn't matter about who you, who you are, where you came from, what race you are. Ethnicity, your background, none of that. If you are good, you're good. Like that's what that's that should be the what that should be the thing that carries Jake you. Paul's the most. good. He's not in the leagues of the best boxers in the world, but he's. But, see, but that's what I'm saying. If he's not, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that him. I'm not saying neither one of the Paul brothers are dog shit at boxing. What I'm saying though is that there are there's clearly players, clearly athletes, clearly fighters in their weight class, at their height, their size, that are better than them. But they're not getting the same pull as them. Now, granted, they already had a, a building name before they got into the space, so that's one reason. But the gap in like how things just get promoted and how things are just shown, and I'm pretty sure the numbers that are pushed behind it is just so astronomical that again, I don't think it could happen in another sport. You know, I actually disagree with that whole frame of mind because when um, I think Hoh did the. Uh, the rappers basketball thing during this all-star weekend this year, where it was like Lil Baby and 2 Chains versus X and X. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought to myself, like, that's fucking great content. And when you watched it, it was just hilarious to watch these rappers you never seen hoop before hoop. Like, Lil Baby was awful. 2 Chains, fantastic type shit. I get that, but you could... But, but when, when it comes to basketball, nobody looks at rappers who play basketball and thinks like, wow, they're disrespecting the sport because they're just joking around. But no, they're, they're fighting... I mean, they're going up against each other. Yeah. That's that's fine. And but but people said the same thing about uh like when K and Logan Paul fought one another, people oh, no, were no, saying I, they I were making a mockery out of the I know. I just I disagree with that. I, that right there is fine because that's still at some level of, of an amateur level and you got two people who are unknown. But as soon as you are because again, it's not a nigga who wanna tell me if J. Cole signs to the NBA and he's getting actual PT ahead of niggas who we all know are just better than him. It's not the same thing though, Lo. Because you, the NBA is the best people at the sport. It is not the most entertaining people at the sport. You know what I'm saying? But that's what that's what I think some people view sports, though. Sports should just be, period. Your talent level, who's the best, should be the first. Nah, there's a world for both, though. Like, that's... Basketball is not who's the best at the sport. Basketball is about having fun. The NBA is about who's the best. So that specific league is the most talented players in the world all play in that league. And everyone uh-huh. knows that. But if you want to play for entertainment, you're not thinking about joining the NBA. You just go to your local rec. Or if you want to watch entertaining basketball, you might not. It, it, you don't immediately have to go to the NBA. You could go to like a Globe Charters event or like that three-on-three thing that uh, Ice Cube does. Like, there's plenty of ways to watch entertaining basketball from pros or amateurs or just people who are like, nigga, I post me playing basketball from time to time and I'm dog shit. Like, I'm a phenom in the post, but aside from that, bro, I'm not too good at the game of basketball. But what if, but what if they start there? Right, John? John agrees. Yes, sir. 
What if they then start? What if ESPN start pushing you in one v ones with John over the Lakers? They game? should if it gets over views. the Lakers game. They should if it gets views. I they wouldn't do it because they have a content like they already have a TV deal with the NBA. They have to broadcast a certain amount of games. But if Lil Baby versus Moneybag Yo gets views, that is exactly what the fuck ESPN should be broadcasting. If that's what people want to so see. Then, but then the question is, why is that, though? And if it's entertaining, fine. But I also just think... Think I, about what I HOH legit- is doing. HOH had me out at um, the knockout event, and they had me out at the dodgeball event. We're not pro dodgeball players, and, and we're not pro hoopers. Yeah, but y'all are going... It's two amateurs going up against two amateurs. I'm talking about when they're getting closer and closer to the realm of, like, professional fighters. Yeah, but, like, look, what if, what if we did the same? What if... The next basketball HOH event, they invite me. They invite a whole bunch of other content creators. But they invite some, like, retired players like um, like Joe Johnson. You know what I'm saying? It, we still wouldn't be disrespecting the sport by participating. At the end of the day, if people find it entertaining, HOH is going to do more events. If it's lucrative, HOH is going to do more events and then vice versa. If people's not fucking with it, they're not. So I don't, I don't like but Joe. The, but okay, Joe Johnson. Okay, fine. I agree with that because I don't think Joe Johnson, y'all wouldn't stand a fucking chance against Joe no, Johnson. No, he would destroy us. <laughs> but if Dr. J went out there mm-hmm. and niggas like, I just fucking demolished Dr. J. It's like, nigga, come on, The only bro. time they're making a mockery out of it is if you like do some like Nick Bridge shit and you get on the court. And we didn't like, talk about that shit too. <laughs> like, Them niggas is wild. Them bro, niggas I saw, just can't play basketball. I it's saw like, a video of Nick Briz in a hood and the guy was furious that they were talking shit and winning. And then he like hit Nick Briz on the head on some tap shit. Like like it might have it might have shook him a little. Yeah. Nick Briz instinctually tackled him to the floor. I'm not gonna lie, he gained some points in my book because of that. That's not his hood. He didn't know how that situation was going. All he knew is he had to tackle him. You couldn't let him get away with it. I thought that was uh, low key. I know some people don't like it. I think those videos are very entertaining. Some of, no, wait, let me say this. Sometimes they are funny, but when it feels like he's being forced. I don't need to feel like sometimes it might feel like that, but that's like that's like a couple couple last videos feel like they're forced, bro. When I hop on 2K and I'm talking shit to a player to get a reaction, like I'm forcing it, they might not react. Like who knows if they'll react? But But I'm like, hey, bro, you're dog shit. You can't dribble, and you cut that out, right? Yeah, I cut it out. Okay, exactly. Because you know why? You because you would look wild if if a fucking fourteen year old on the other end, you're like, you're fucking dog shit, bro. Pass me the fucking ball, you bitch, you fucking pussy ass nigga. Like if you were saying all that, trying to monetize, and and then the fourteen year old kid is like not saying anything, you're cutting that out because it looks crazy for you. It's also just not entertaining. So that too. That's what I'm saying. And then so then when they're like trying to bait cash, I'm like. Come I'm not going to lie, but when you're baiting somebody in person, it's low-key hilarious. Because you look at their face, and you be like, damn. That shit they did against Too Hype was like so disrespectful. I was like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> oh, God. That hey, John, shit, how you feel about that? John, if you haven't seen that after this podcast, I got to show you that. No cap. You seen it? Yeah, I, there's no way John didn't see it. Yeah. He said you would have slapped him? Damn, Johnson, he would have slapped Nick Briz. That's crazy. That's crazy. You beat the shit out of Nick wow. Briz? Would you fuck him up, though, if y'all got in a fight? Because, you know, Nick Briz got that big man with him, that tall white man. Johnson, he'd right. fuck him up. Wow. You don't matter, right? Because you in Atlanta. You got to come down to Atlanta and see you, right, my boy? Wow, John. Wow. Damn, that's well, crazy. Damn. I, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear, though, my boy. I leave, I hear you loud and clear. I don't know. Sometimes it just kind of like it's like, damn, bro. Like I get y'all trying to entertain, but like, 
Nigga, just play basketball, I've dog. Seen, I've seen, like, a, a surprise, not a surprising amount, but just, like, more people saying, like, how they're, like, anti-Nick Briz now in terms of just, like, playing, like, park content creation with yeah. the sole purpose of talking shit. Because, like, Devontae Friga plays in the parks, too. And he talks smack from time to time, but he doesn't, like, but he instigate. But he chill, though. He, like, he Nick Briz is the definition of yes. uh, that instigation meme, that RDC instigate, instigator meme. <laughs> Which one is that? The ones they do, um, the fucking Hood Olympics. You know oh, how yeah, everything yeah, they do, yeah, they got the instigator stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, he's yeah. literally the definition of it. And when done correctly, it is incredible content. Oh, yeah, when done but correctly. But I, I do believe, though, if you do it enough times, it's gonna get something's going to go wrong. And yeah, something's going to go wrong, too. But I just, I just feel like sometimes, like, man, come on. Like, we get it. We get it. I don't know, you're trying to get content, but I'm also here to just watch, like, basketball. Like, you ain't got to... Yell at every nigga after like every possession. Like I don't, I I get it. Their dog. faces get red from screaming. But there's actually something like relatable about that. Like, do you ever go back and forth with somebody hooping? Because uh, I'm not at their level physically, but just even on my level, like when you hit a shot and you talk shit and they hit a shot, there's something like exhilarating about that. Literally, one of my favorite NBA moments moments of all time was when Gilbert Arenas and I think T Mac, I believe. We're going back and forth in the All-Star game, shooting, like, deep, deep threes. Yeah. Boom, hit one. Gilbert walk up. Boom. And they just walk up, shoot, boom. And it's like, they wasn't talking shit because it's an NBA game, but mentally they were. Like, shooting yeah. from, like, 40 feet out is you talking shit. Yeah. Um. So. Isn't it crazy back then when niggas did that, they were, like, losing their mind? Insane. Game does that, like, once every three games now. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy how much the NBA is just changing, like, 10 yeah, years. it's changed, bro. Oh, I'm not, my bad, not 10, 15 years. I'll, I'll just say this, Nick Briz, like, some of that shit is, it's funny, but other times, like, man, just chill out for a second. Like, the nigga's clearly not. I get a little afraid. I don't know how they don't feel afraid. I get afraid sometimes that, like, you don't know who those people are, bro. Some people, and, and if you do it enough, people are going to go there looking for problems, not looking for basketball, too. Like, oh, Nick Briz think he's going to try something on us? And then they'll just, they'll start a fight purposefully. Like, before Nick Briz tackled that guy, he said audibly, and Nick Briz caught on video, um, he was about to tackle, so he, he felt like hit, hurt, like hitting somebody. He said something like that. He he declared he was going to start drama before doing it, type shit. So, you know, some people just come with that type of energy. It was um, a video that, that T-Jazz was playing in, like, a um a, a league, like I think some type of rec league he was in, and it was, like, a huge fight. I mean, yeah, so the dude was, like, following him around the whole gym and shit like that. But the T-Jazz thing's a little different, because T-Jazz is, like, flashy, so he'll embarrass you. Yeah. And nobody, nobody, like, no man with pride likes to get embarrassed yeah. the way T-Jazz does people. So, some people just take it, like, offensively when you put the ball, like, through their legs and run around them. Yeah. Yeah, Loki is like, damn, that's fucked up. But it's it's also, like, when it that's, goes, that's what play did. defense. That's what Trevor Reason did um, on Trey Young. Oh, yeah, he did. And then Trevor Reason wanted to Joe Budden. He didn't go on the Joe Budden podcast. Maul called him, and Trevor Reason was like, that nigga ain't. Like, he ain't gonna put no ball through my leg, man. In the middle of the game, but just play ball. Don't do all that fancy shit. Don't do that shit with me. <laughs> but T Jazz is like a special type of like. He's flashy. He's great at. He's he could jump. He could shoot. Like Loki, his play style is built for you two. Oh yeah, for sure. Loki, we do need to talk about like how just disrespectful Trey Young and Steph Curry are. I don't NBA? get talked about enough. Like Steph Curry legitimately shoots and then turns around and look at your bench while the ball is still in the air. Gilbert started that shit. But he does it so routinely. Yeah, like Steph does it daily type shit. And then it's like, like you're just, just going to take that? you let this nigga just do that and nobody doesn't do anything? They need to bring back 
fighting in the NBA. Bro, oh, like at least some defense. bring it. Man. Or at least some defense. Like, that, that nigga need to get checked every now and then. Like, nigga, don't try that over here. <laughs> not on this team. No, not, not on this team. They've nigga. gotten so soft. I don't know if you've been watching the NFL. The NFL's even softer than the NBA. They, I've, I've watched it a few years their ago. Their new, like, like, penalties they give out for uh, showboating is crazy. Hey, they're so strict about it. It's like, damn, these players can't even celebrate a touchdown no more without it being a 15-yard penalty. Man, but, I just... Man. Yo, do you remember... I uploaded a video on my second channel um, reacting to the craziest fights in NBA history. Bro, the fights 20, 30 years ago was, oh, my God, 40 years ago. They would, like, body slam each other, and we'd be bloody noses. and just... Deadass, deadass, like, niggas like Kendrick Perkins would still be in the league just to be Trey Young's bodyguard. Yo, like, Ron Artest would be a superstar. Yeah, like, <laughs> niggas, like if Trey Young is going to run around doing the shit he's doing, like, nigga, he, Trey Young looks to nutmeg niggas. And, like... He doesn't, and like niggas is like, I guess we're just going back on defense. Like I'm just, I'm just going back on the other side, about to go on offense now. Most players can't like retaliate though without being benched. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be like a vet, like Matt Barnes type shit to be able to like just but tackle that's what him. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Those Matt Barnes are still being a lead. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. We got to get like a hard check defender out here. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like well, that's what we need, y'all niggas out here for, and bring back defensive fighting. No cap, defensive fight. No defense and fighting, oh, but fighting. defensive fighting is fine as well. Yeah, nah, I like a, a, a healthy amount of fighting is great for sure. No cap, just like sure. just like wait Save till the NBA. You know, you know how the hot, you know how hockey does it. You can get in a fight if it's a light fight. You get two minutes in the box. If it's a if it's a big fight, you get five minutes in the box. The fight stops as soon as one person's helmet falls off. Until that helmet falls off, bro, that fight can go on for like a minute before the ref breaks it up. Everybody just stands in a circle and watches these guys. This is how they do it because we used to fight like this in Canada too where one hand, you're like holding the person. Like this is your defense hand. You're holding their shirt, their something, their, their face mask. You're holding something. Second hand, you're swinging. And you would fight until somebody's helmet went off. And if it went like a minute past, like the ref would be like, all right, chill out. You guys suck at fighting. He'll break it up for you. Oh. <laughs> but like in hockey... They recognized that fighting was a part of the sport. They wanted to stop people from doing it, but they also knew that it was entertaining as shit, so they gave it its own lane. Wow. I should sit there and pitch that to the NBA board. No cap, bro. <laughs> bro, bring back fighting and bring back Throw, like, boxing defense. gloves in the court or something. Or just at least at least let them. Also, I just want, like, niggas to taunt in niggas' faces. Yes. Like, when they... When, they... when Shaq dunked on uh, that man and then pushed him on the ground... And then put dick in his face and walked off. And, and the player was so pissed that he threw the ball. <laughs> Which player was that? I, I can't remember his name. But just let them do, let them do that. Yeah. That time where Scotty Pippen dunked on Patrick Ewing and then walked over him. Just let them do that, bro. That shit, um, Wade did the very job where he dunked on him and just like, yeah, nigga, I'm walking over you now, nigga. Let him do it. I'm telling you right now, that's not that far removed from Steph Curry pulling up. In the corner and then looking at the at the bench as it goes in. Like that's not that ain't that far removed, my nigga. If anything, it might be worse because I'm not even in the game. I can't do nothing to this nigga. I'm gonna hop off the bench to beat his ass right now. I can't do that. Well, you beat Stephen Curry's ass and injure him. That is like a two hundred million dollar lawsuit. I'm not even trolling. <laughs> that insurance money is gonna come in so swiftly. Yeah, that's not a person you want to injure. Okay, ain't that crazy? That nobody, nobody never like. Stuff like that kind of passes over though, like back in the day. But if it happens now, yeah, like people Robert, were like more Robert tolerant. Dory, Robert Dory legitimately like fucked up Steve Nash, and like now people don't really talk about it. It's like Robert clutch shots, and it's like yeah, he also fucked up Steve Nash. Like I don't remember that. Now if if somebody fucked up Steph Curry, 
Nigga, no. everybody will lose their mind, like, bro. That would be the devil. Like, nobody will fuck with that person. Nobody. Now, even if you, like, get underneath someone's feet, like, by accident due to momentum, like, you're public enemy number one for, like, two weeks. You was niggas on ESPN <laughs> calling Solomon Hill, like, he's just such a goofy, dumb player. He just landed on LeBron awkwardly like a dumbass. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Niggas, niggas do that damn near every other game. Y'all don't see nothing when fucking it happens to Harrison Barnes. Bro, and I, now LeBron is out. Y'all niggas losing y'all mind. I get, like, in the NBA when you want to defend a shot to the point where, like, you don't know how to give space to a certain extent. When we are playing at the rec, if you don't get up from underneath my fucking jump shot, please, we're not playing that seriously, bro. Please stop trying to tear my ACL. It is crazy. I got to be nervous that you don't know how to play defense. Those niggas is odd, though. I'm talk- yeah. I'm talking to you, Davis. <laughs> Look at <y'all. laughs> yeah, bro. The guys that don't give you space to land at the wreck are some fucking tryhards, dog. <laughs> Davis, when Davis started losing, you'd have thought it was game seven at the finals. No, that nigga started going hard intentional for Intentional no fouls. Like, bro, you name it. He, he has employed the tactic to win the game, man. And he don't feel sorry about it at all. Look at this nigga, John. <laughs> he don't feel sorry about that shit at all. Yeah, bro. I was playing Davis for his channel. It was He was trying to 1v1 everyone in A&P. He, he was like, he was tryharding so, like so hard. So he was pushing off. He was like breaking rules, but there's no referee to say nothing. But I just allowed it. He ended up beating me like 7 to 1 or some shit like that. The next day, I was so mad that like he got his video that like I was like, what if I did that? Every possession I went in the post and I ain't let him reach. I ain't let him do nothing. I beat him like 12 to 3. And he's like, oh, who cares? I got my video and no one else is going to see that. And I was like, damn, he's right. <laughs> like, like, no one get, got to see the rematch, but everyone got to see him. Get, like, he went try hard. So now every time the camera turns on, I'm in try hard mode. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, and John is like an interesting one because he shoots so high that, like, it's actually very hard to contest John unless you're tall without getting underneath him. But, like, when John hits two shots, like, damn, I can't let John hit a third shot now. Like, I'm what almost like, do, get underneath I'm, not, I'm like, I got to try and get a little closer. But, you know, John be jumping so fucking high. His release points, like, Ray Allen all the way up top right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm injuring John. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I hate defending John, for real. No cap. Because he go from, like, brick to, like, Stephen Curry in, like, two possessions yeah, out of if nowhere. He, if he start feeling it, yeah. Yeah, he do. He turned. Nigga turned into Jason Capona to Michael Red real oh, quick. Oh, Jason Capona used to be that guy until he came to Toronto. Started shooting thirty five percent. Yeah, who's that player in the Knicks? Steve Novak. Oh my God, you remember these like sharpshooters? Yeah. Those is true sharpshooters. They didn't do nothing else. Steve Novak, um, Jason Capono, Stojakovic. I try to squeeze that in there. I try to squeeze that in there. Should have said Kyle Korver. Hey, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver is like, he could shoot off ball and shit. Oh, so you talking about more. Like, you talk, all you they talk, do is spot up. You talking up. about literally just standing they in the just corner. They just spot up, dog. Oh, they don't okay. do shit but spot up. Kyle Corver. Oh, those niggas like, don't exist no more, though. Yeah, yeah. Now they all turn into like Clay Thompson's. <laughs> Maybe not Clay. They turn into Kyle Corver's. I'm not saying yeah, definitely not Clay. Yeah, Kyle Corver's. Kyle Corver's. Kyle Corver. Yeah, they, yeah, they aren't those niggas no more. People used to fuck with Jason Capono. And the fact that them niggas like were able to make their way around the league. Because everybody wanted shooters. Yeah, like, I need a nigga to just stand for a good possession. Now they just put, like, Norman Powell in the corner. And now he could drive, too. Like, he could do he could do more than just that one thing. This league is still trash, though. What? 
The league is incredible right now. I started <laughs> the league, no cap. Nah, this is the worst league ever. Yeah, not true, man. The league was way worse years ago. Like right before the Raptors won the championship, it was bad. Yeah, when LeBron was, way better. When LeBron was down, that shit was garbage. You're just trying to piss somebody off. <laughs> <laughs> somebody watching this. Dude, Davis got to this point in the podcast. That ass, bro. In 2012-2013, the league was trash. We keep it a beat with ourselves. Who's who was winning in 2012? The Heat. Yeah. He was trash. <laughs> Roy Hibbert was being in conversations for the best center in the NBA. And he was, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> the league was trash. Nah, that was bad, dog. Joe Kim knew me like first team All NBA. Oh fuck! His Off the strength of playing forty five minutes a game <laughs> <laughs> and just playing defense, nigga. Yes, sir. Because he could pass the ball a little bit. Y'all niggas is gassing Marcus all. Like Joe Kim Noah is one of the best passing centers. <laughs> after and this is no, I know this is your guy Demar Derozan, but Man, after James, out. after James Harden, the next best up and coming two guard was Demar Derozan. It's like, all right, come on, chill out, bro. Mm. Chill out. You know I think Chris Middleton better than DeMar DeRozan. Okay, the fact that you're thinking about it is wild. No, DeMar's better. DeMar's better. You know I'm saying? Who'd you rather have on your team? Chris Middleton, bro. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. And Chris Middleton, nobody, nobody in their right mind would say Chris Middleton's like the second best shooting guard. Oh, yeah, 100%, because he's the best. I'm just saying things at this point. Hey, man, if y'all enjoyed the pod, man, video is available at Peer to Peer on YouTube. Make sure to check out Peer to Peer Clips. Link in the description. Peer to Peer TikTok if y'all prefer bite-sized content. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel, though, man. Turn on notifications and go. Naughty gang, 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 gang. Gang? John, uh, is your chance to, like, uh, suspend your silent protest, He already man. said something. We heard him whisper early in the podcast. You know what I'm saying? End the podcast on a good note. Damn, so John said he's going to keep the protest going. Uh, well, hopefully on this podcast, man, John got the decibels correct. So, you know what I'm saying? He won't have to be liable for any fuck-ups. You know, I almost he was said 100,000 on, on, on Twitter. You almost hit 100,000? Yeah. Well, I'm, I've been growing, like, ridiculously. I wish right. that mattered. Um, it does to me. Twitter, Twitter matters to you? Of course. Why? That's the most, like, insignificant. The fact like, that you... Are you trolling? Okay, come on. I'm about to say. I'm like, who cares? On, Someone told me to promo my Twitter in a video. I was like, Why? <laughs> I just put it in my description. I, don't, I, don't I might take it out of there. I don't even tell niggas to click it. It's just there. <laughs> I've never told somebody to click on my Twitter, I don't think. I don't think I've ever told somebody to click on my Twitter. I tell people to follow me on Twitter, on uh, Twitch, so they know like that'll be the best way to know when I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. People line. do that. People do that. Um, but hey, man. Oh, wait. Shout out to, to Korzimba and Dom2K for that NBA stream. No, what they do? NBA stream. What do you mean? Twitch in the NBA channel gave them opportunity on Twitch to stream on there. They stream on there. Yeah. Oh snap! Shout out, shout out to Dom to K and Krizimba. Hey, congrats, yo! I got a couple of shots. Shout out to my cousin too. Had a baby um to today. Oh, word! Sure. Congrats, congrats, cousin! And congrats to my my baby downstairs. Her birthday was two days ago. Oh, word! I'll tell her happy belated, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's beautiful. And John, you better this, this silent shit better end when it's podcast or what? You better say happy birthday, nigga. <laughs> Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, we love y'all. Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star, man. We appreciate the love y'all been showing on the pod. Uh, hopefully, the levels on this one are good so John can start talking again, man. Uh, but, I mean, it has been a, a literally a total of 40% of these podcasts, and John has found a way to mess up something. I wish I was trolling, but every other podcast, I have to come up here or Lo has to come up here, and we have to upload the backup audio. So, um, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think John's made a commitment to improving. He's rocking the headset now. John, show off your sleek new headset.
And look at these. Look at that headset, man. So he could hear the levels in high definition and shit. Hopefully we can start making use of that mic uh, real, real soon. But we appreciate y'all as always, man. Um, let us know what guests y'all want to see on the podcast. And if if someone on Twitter or IG or wherever ever says, like, they're coming to Atlanta and y'all want to see them on the podcast, at us and at them so we can see it. Uh, and we'll reach out to them and see if they're down, man. We want to try getting some good guests on here. But we know that y'all also enjoy the podcast where there's just no guests, too. So we'll try and uh, do both. You know what I'm saying? I say nice little balance. Yeah, get a balance of both, man. Uh, Lo, you got any final words? No, man. Thank you for love, man. John, any final words? All right, man. We'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Peace.